Welcome to Quick Brain, bite-sized brain hacks for busy people who want to learn faster and achieve more. I'm your coach, Jim Quick. Free your mind. Let's imagine if we could access 100% of our brain's capacity. I wasn't high, wasn't wired, just clear. I knew what I needed to do and how to do it. I know Kung Fu. Show me. Hi, Quick Brain. So I have a question for you. When you're reading something, do you ever lose focus? Do you ever get tired and fatigued? Do you ever get frustrated? My name is Jim Quick, uh, for those of you who don't know, author of the Quick Reading Program. And when people are reading, one of the things they complain about is they get tired. Some people actually use reading as a sedative. Yeah. So to help you with that, I am here with a dear friend. He's actually my sleep doctor. You might have seen him all over television. He's written a number of books, including The Sleep Doctor's Diet Plan. Dr. Michael Bruce. Thanks for having me, Jim. How are you doing, my friend? Great to be here. So I wanted to have a quick conversation with you for everybody who's watching this. Sure. Uh, we're talking about reading. And right. we know leaders are readers. And I know a no lot question. of your clients, your patients, they're avid readers. But what happens is people read things and they read a page in a book and forget what they just read. Sure. Or their eyes get tired or they start to read and they start to fall asleep. Right. And so what I thought we'd do is talk about ways that they could increase their mental acuity, their energy, and their focus and combat that fatigue. So where would we start? Absolutely. Well, so there's lots of places to start. But I mean, reading fatigue is a real thing. So that's first of all, is it definitely is something that people experience quite a bit of, and especially if you want to read and get that information in your head and you're so gung-ho to do it, you, you need to be careful. So one of the things I'm always talking about with my patients is taking breaks, mm. right? So you don't want to be going and going and going because it will cause a decent amount of eye strain. And now people might be wondering, wait a second, didn't he introduce you as a sleep doctor? Why on earth are you talking about eye strain? So it turns out that when light comes in, can only really pretty much go one place and that's through our eyes, and that actually affects our circadian rhythm, that internal biological clock. Now the reason I bring this up is because there are certain times of day where you're gonna be more alert, and certain times of day where you're not gonna be able to ingest all that great information. And so some people can actually time their breaks when they're not gonna be so alert. It turns out that people have these things called chronotypes. Now, folks out there might not have understood what a chronotype is or might not have heard that word before, but you've probably heard of somebody being called an early bird or a night owl. Those are chronotypes. And it turns out that different chronotypes have different alertness times. Now, one general blanket rule for everybody out there is between 1 and 3 p.m. in the afternoon is really never a good time for most people. And I'll tell you why. There's actually a small core body temperature drop which releases melatonin in our brains. For folks out there, remember, melatonin is that key that starts the engine for sleep. So we don't want that in the middle of the day. Great time to take a nap, by the way, and feel even more alert, but not necessarily the best time to read. But if you're an early bird, you really wanna to try to knock out some of your good, hardcore, intense reading a little bit earlier in the morning hours, not necessarily probably somewhere between eight and 10 if you get up at, let's say, 5.30, 6 o'clock. Mm -hmm. Whereas if you're a night owl, and that's me, I'm a night owl, you know I never go to bed before midnight, I'm actually terrible in the mornings. I tell people all the time, the only thing I hate worse than mornings are morning people, right? Because I just can't stand, they're all chipper and happy and I, I'm just not that way in the mornings. But for me, my intense reading time, because I'm a night owl, is really more from like seven to nine o'clock at night, hmm. right? So you, there's tremendous differences. So once you kind of get a feel for what your chronotype is, you can really figure out exactly when is your perfect time to read. So it's not even just what people do 
or how they're doing it. It's actually when when they do it. Exactly. So that's really key. So when we're talking about fatigue and frustration, I know one of the biggest frustrations people have is their, their eye fatigue. And really what it comes down to is this work called fixations. These fixations where people are reading and they're stopping at every single word. And every single time they make a stop, it takes more time, it takes more energy. So for example, it's kind of like a, a child is a very slow reader in the beginning because they're looking at the individual letters. Right? So it takes some time to phonetically pronounce it, then they get the word, and then do the letters again and get the word. So it takes the child a lot longer to read. Similarly, a normal adult, a normal reader, an average reader if you would, they, they don't look at the letters, they look at the individual words. So they see it word for word for word. So quick readers actually, they don't see the letters, they don't see the word, they see groups of words, like, oh. like adults see groups of letters. They have less fixations. A fixation is a fancy word for like an eye stop. So let's say the average book has about 10 words per line, and every single time it stops, it's kind of like driving a car that is stop, stop, stop 10 times, so it's going to take more time. Right. And you wonder why you're a slow reader, as opposed to somebody who's getting maybe three or four words in one view, one fixation, and they could get across the page in one or two stops. Yeah, it's almost like they're in traffic. This is true. Right? Like you're reading and you're not used to it. You're in traffic. But once you kind of got this skill set down, then all of a sudden you, you hit the fast lane. Exactly. And right? they get to go through fast pass because they feel like they are in traffic and they feel like they're snailing. The average person reads about 200, 250 words per minute. And when we graduate people, it's usually on average 300%. That's the guarantee for our wow. program. 300% efficiency in terms of not only reading speed, but reading focus and reading comprehension. Because it doesn't make sense to speed read something if you're not going to understand it. Sure. You know, a lot of our clients, are they run countries, they run right. their medical practices, they're doctors. You don't want their doctor to get the gist of what they're reading, no. right? What she's reading, and, <laughs> and that would be bad. So the whole idea here is a quick reader, they get to go through the line in one or two or three stops, and it's less taxing on the eyes, so your eyes aren't fatigued and you're not frustrated. Yeah, I mean, it would make sense to me, because if your eyes are continually moving and not stopping nearly as much, every time you stop, you have to pause, which causes muscles in your eye to stop. And that yeah. means that's where you're going to get the fatigue. So it makes perfect sense. And it's interesting when it comes to focus, people think all the time that if they read faster, their comprehension would go down. But in actuality, you know, we have students in over 180 countries. Hmm. When people actually read faster, they actually have better comprehension because they have better focus. It's similar going back to that metaphor of driving a car. If you're driving really slow in that traffic, you could be doing many different things, right? You could be drinking your bulletproof coffee, you could be <laughs> trying to text, you could be putting on your makeup, you'd be having a conversation with someone in the car with you, you could be thinking about your dry clean, five different things because you're going so slow. Right, but if you're racing cars and you're going really like breakneck speeds at let's say 200 miles per hour, where's your focus? Right, on the road, exactly on the act of driving and on the road. You're not thinking about the dry cleaning. You're not trying to text. You're not trying to do anything else. And that's why the better readers, the faster you read, the better your comprehension, because the better your focus. Because if you don't give your brain the stimulus it needs, it'll seek entertainment in the form of distraction. Think about it, if I was reading something, you had this supercomputer of brain, but when you read, you feed it one word at a time. Metaphorically, we're like starving our own brains. Right. And so that's the big challenge. And when if, I, if I was to speak like that, and we're having this conversation, I can't because I'm from New York. <laughs> but what would happen? You know, you would get distracted. You know, right. Most people would think about something else. They would fall asleep. Right? Yeah, they would. And a lot of people use reading as a sedative. Even when they're sitting in traffic, you see, I saw the other day, somebody actually fell asleep sitting in traffic. Oh, yeah. And so let's talk about sleep. Okay. When we're talking about energy and not being fatigued, sleep. A lot of people are at this, they have this big deficit. Where can we fix that? 
So it's a big deal. And I can tell you one of the tricks that I, I did a while back is I bought one of those desks that have got that standing feature, like mm -hmm. a standing desk, because I found that when I was sitting and reading, it was making me too comfortable and I was getting yeah. too relaxed. So I stand a lot of the time. Also, light turns out to be a big factor. Remember, light stops that melatonin production. So being able to have light when you read and a well-lit area is gonna be very, very critical. And it's gonna keep you significantly more alert. If you're looking for ways to stay alert and kind of keep on reading, if that's, what, if that's kind of what you gotta do, you gotta get through a large bulk of material. Taking breaks every 45 minutes is gonna be a critical one, but getting great sleep at night before is really where I'm the expert <laughs> and where I can tell people what to do. It's mostly about consistency. So what I wanted to do, if I can, is yeah. I wanna give everybody out there five steps to better sleep that they can do tonight, right. starting right now. Tonight, let's do it. Okay, so step number one is keep one consistent schedule. It turns out that our bodies, our circadian rhythm, love consistency. So being able to have that consistent schedule, and it turns out that your wake-up time is more important than your going to bedtime. So if you wanna stay up and you know go out to the movies or hang out with your friends and not have the most consistent bedtime, I'm okay with it. But if you wake up at 6.30 during the week, guess what? I want you waking up at 6.30 on the weekends as well. The more consistent your wake-up time, the more your body knows when to sleep and you stay more alert during the day. Step number two has to do with caffeine. So I don't mind people using caffeine, but you would wanna use small dosages and you gotta stop, okay? You gotta stop by about 2 p.m. Most people don't realize it, but caffeine has a half-life of between six and eight hours. I know, crazy, right? So if you stop at two, then at least half of it is out of your system by 10, which allows you to fall asleep a whole lot easier. So step number two, stop caffeine by 2 p.m. Step number three has to do with alcohol. Don't get me wrong, I'm not the guy to say that you can't have a drink, you know, glass of wine, beer, or spirit with dinner. I got no problems with that, even two of them. But you need to be careful because the average human body, it takes them one hour to process one alcoholic beverage. So I ask people to stop drinking approximately three hours before bed to give their body the time to get through that alcohol. Because let's be honest, there's a really big difference between going to sleep and passing out. We really want people going to sleep and not passing out. Step number four has to do with exercise. There's nothing you can do more to improve the quality of your sleep than exercise. I'm not talking about running a marathon here. I'm saying 20 minutes, walk the dog, park your car further away at work. Whatever it is you need to do to just get 20 minutes of exercise in there is gonna be awesome for your sleep. And then the final thing is when you wake up in the morning, get 15 minutes of sunlight. So people say, sunlight, what could that possibly mean? Well, remember when we were talking about that melatonin and the light earlier in the interview? Well, that actually works for everybody every single morning. We have to actually reset our clocks every morning, and that sunlight is gonna give us so much more energy. Thank you, Michael, so much. This is my sleep doctor. Um, let me see if I remember these right. Can we do this? Because I'm the memory guy, right? Absolutely. So one, two, three, four, five. Number one, you want to get on a schedule, one schedule. Right. And you want it to be consistent. Exactly. Wake up the same time every single morning, even on the weekends. Number two, you said stop caffeine by 2 p.m. Exactly. Oh, look, see the numbers here. <laughs> Number three is stop drinking three hours before bedtime. Right. Number four, we would say stop exercising four hours before. Exactly. So I forgot to say that in the earlier part, but a lot of people have a tendency to get exercise and get energy from that. And mm. so we need to be careful. So give yourself four hours. Perfect. And number five, getting sunlight. And right. maybe you could give the, the sun a high five first thing in the morning. Exactly. And you get your 15 minutes of sun. Yep. And that's so important for getting better sleep. One through five, that's awesome. Yeah. Thank you so much, Dr. Michael Bruce. You're here today. 
because you want to improve your reading speed. You want to fix your focus, you want to fix your fatigue, you want to fix that eye strain. We talked about the best times to read. We talked about how to energize yourself through better sleep. We talked about these fixations that are eating up all our time and making things take longer than it should. Now, if you'd like to go deeper with this, I invite you to join our quick reading program. This is the 21-day program. It takes People say it takes about 21 days to change a habit, the law right. of 21. 10 minutes a day, you could completely transform the way you read something. I mean, we have people reading almost a book a day. That's One crazy. book a day. That's awesome. 10 minutes a day of practice, not only boosting reading speed, but also reading focus, comprehension, and retention, and all for overall enjoyment, right? Well, I mean, so can I tell them that I'm about me doing the course? Is sure. that okay? Yeah, so, so just that everybody out there knows, like, I'm not just here to be interviewed, I'm also a student. And so my whole family is actually, both of my kids are doing this exact same program and they love it. I've been trying it as well. And I have to tell you, I've, I've been pretty impressed. I mean, it definitely has helped me increase my comprehension, increase my speed. I mean, you can imagine some of the materials I have to read are dense. I mean, it's you know scientific data and all this kind of stuff. And I'm moving through it a lot quicker. So it's definitely something that I found to be very helpful professionally as well as in my family. Thanks for saying those kind words. If you're watching this right now and like to join us, I'm actually gonna put in an extra bonus. For those of you who join the program today, right now, we're gonna include as a gift Dr. Michael Bruce's program. You worked with some of our executives. I did. And we spent all this time together and you went deep in these two areas of chronotype and sleep hacks. Right. Because those are the two things. So what we wanna do here as you're watching this is we don't want just to be, we know leaders are readers. If somebody has decades of experience like yourself and you put it into a book like The Power of When or some of your great books and somebody could sit down in a day or two and read that book, they could download decades into days. And so we wanna set you up for success. And part of it is having the mental energy and focus to be able to go through this program and also succeed outside of reading. Absolutely. And so we wanna gift you that training as thank you because your success is our success. So are you ready to unlock your quick reading superpowers? Let's do this. Let's get back hours a day by efficiently and enjoyably processing information. I'd like to invite quick brains to join the top 1% of readers in the world, literally the top 1%. I'm going to show you a very simple and fun 21 day program, just about 10 or 15 minutes a day for greater reading speed, focus, comprehension, retention, and really greater confidence, because that's really what it's all about. This is the ultimate reading program. It's not just speed reading, it's all about smart reading. Just go to quickbrain.com forward slash reading for all the details. And you'll also receive a very special discount for podcast listeners. I'm also gonna upgrade you instantly to a lifetime access. So that means you and your family can go through this program at any time. Remember, your success is our success. I guarantee you will boost your reading speed at least 300% with better understanding. Just go to quickbrain.com forward slash reading. That's kwikbrain.com forward slash reading. I hope you're enjoying this episode. And if you want to go deeper with many of these authors that we have on our podcast, these experts, I want to invite you to join our quick success program. This is our monthly lives that I do where I teach something brand new that we haven't taught before, answer your burning questions. And also we have something that people have been requesting for many years, a quick book club. This is your limitless book club where every single month we read a book together. 
uh, like a book provided by this author. And then we get the author to come online and join us for a one hour uh, share, going deeper in these strategies, how to put them into practice. Uh, I share my five tips for how to memorize things out of these books. Many people want to read a book a month or build up to that. And this would be the program. So if you want to join, just go to quicksuccess.com and get your spot and join us live and get to meet these authors very uh, up close and personal. And uh, back to the episode.